0: The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite spinoff. Here on the Mr. Benfica podcast feed, I'm the Mr. Mike Agustinu and this is Liga 3 English, back with you for some more action. It's been a couple of weeks since we have talked Liga 3, but we're talking rounds 7 and 8 in this episode, and we're going to get right into it, okay? We're going to go back in time to Friday, September the 29th, not that long ago, and we start in the north. Felgades 1932 taking on Braga B. And this match would take place. And it would be in, in Felgades. And in the 35th minute, Feliz Vaj would convert a penalty for the home side. And that's all there would be in this one to separate the two. Felgades 1 0 winners over Braga B. We move to Saturday, September the 30th. We go to. Alcantara, it is Atletico de Portugal hosting Amora in a battle of two South Section teams. And in the 61st minute, it would be the home side Atletico who would get on the board first, who would take the lead. Thanks to Tiago Morgado, he would put Atletico ahead. Eight minutes later, Amora would be reduced to 10 men as Miguel Montenegro would see his second yellow card And it'd be an early shower for Mr. Montenegro. And Amora would push and would push and would try to equalize. But in the end, unable to do so. This one finishes 1-0 in favor of Atletico. We go to the Sintra Municipality for this one. And it is Peru Pinheiro taking on Académica. The students traveling south for this matchup. Peru Pinheiro uh, would get on the board first at home. Thanks to Miguel Veríssimo. He'd make it 1-0 to the home side in the third minute, 23rd minute, 20 minutes later. Academica's João Silva would find the back of the net, and João Silva makes it level for the students. 1-1, and that's how it would stand until halftime and well into the second half, as well as we head to the late stages of the match, still all to play for. But in the 83rd minute, it is the students. It is Académica going ahead. Thanks to, once again, João Silva making it 2-1 in the 83rd. Seven minutes from full time, but Académica not done yet. Three minutes later, Juan Perea, one of the names I say week after week or episode after episode here on Liga 3 English. Juan Pareja makes it 3-1 to Académica. And the university city side... Academica would close it out in stoppage time, 90th plus 2. And who else but the man of the match, the hat-trick hero, João Silva, makes it 4-1. That's how this one finishes. Piru Pinheiro 1, Academica Coimbra 4. Staying in the south and staying in, in Sintra, for that matter, it is Primeiro Dezembro hosting Alverca de Janus making the short trip over to Sintra. And it'll be the home side. Premier Zembro taking the lead here in minute 11. Diogo Gracio would make it 1-0 to the home side. But just 10 minutes later, the side from Ribatejo would pull level in the 21st minute. Diogo Martins makes it 1-1. Coming out of halftime, still all to play for. We head to the last 20 minutes of the match. Minute 71, it is João Costa for Alverca he gets on the end of one and he makes it 2 to 1 for the visitors 2 minutes later he would double his tally and double the lead Alverca goes ahead 3 to 1 in the 73rd thanks to Joao Costa and 2 minutes after that it would be put out of reach and it is Khalid Hachadi scoring for Alverca this one finishes with three points going to the visitors going back to Ribatejo it is Primeiro Zembru 1, Dezembro, 1 Alverca 4. And the last match on this Saturday, September the 30th, is still in the south section. It's at Alkushit, and it is Sporting B hosting College Sport Club. And this is a big one for me. As you know, this is my club, College. They're traveling to face Sporting B. And four minutes in, the side from the Oest would take the lead thanks to young Miguel Hebelu, the young midfielder just 21 years old, I want to say. Uh, he puts Kaldas ahead. He puts the Pelicans ahead in the fourth minute and Kaldas take the lead and the match would be pretty much even throughout the rest of the first half, but then just before halftime, the referee points to the spot. Kaldish with the chance to double their lead. Leandro Borges Steps up, however, unable to convert his penalty, and this one goes to halftime with the visitors leading one nil. But just after the restart, forty-seventh minute, Enrique Enrich. Yes, that is his name, Enrique Enrich doubles the lead for Kaldish as he gets on the end of a great ball that came out of midfield and he beats the Sporting B goalkeeper and pretty much brings Al to a little bit of a silence except for the traveling supporters it's 2-0 Kaldish in the 47th 3 minutes later Pipu Santush for Kaldish makes it 3-0 and it's a dream for the team that has been str- who had been struggling um but they would see this one out. Mauro Kotu would pull one back for the baby lions in the 66th. That's as close as Sporting B would get. Huge, huge victory on the road for Kaldish. Uh, a victory that would at least, for the time being, put them in first place. I've talked week after week about how I'm concerned about their their ability to stay in the division this year. I'm concerned that, uh, about the possibility of them being eliminated, being relegated. Excuse me. And just a few weeks later, after a couple of good results, they find themselves uh, finishing round seven in first place in the so- south section, the Zona B of Liga 3. We move to Sunday's matches now, and we head up north. Faf hosting Trofins, and Faf would take the lead, the home side, thanks to Markus Swadesh in the 18th minute. And then in the 39th, the same, Markus Swarish, would double the lead. It's 2 0 to Faf, and it would stay that way at halftime. Coming out of the break, it would be an even match. Faf controlling the result as you would expect. It would be too little, too late for Trofense in the 90th plus one when Diogo Viana would cut the lead to two to one. That's as close as they would get. Faf with three massive points at home on this one. It is Faf two, Trofense one. Canellas hosting Lusitania La Rosa, the surprise team that came out of the Campeonato Nacional the Seniors, the C.N.S., or you can call it the fourth division if you want. They travel to Canellas in the 13th minute. Enrique Martins makes it one nil to Lusitania La Rosa, and at halftime it would stay one nil. Canellas trying to get back in it, trying to get their public behind them, their supporters behind them. But in the 58th, it's a it's a nice bucket over. Over the crowd, as Lusitania La Rosa will double their lead thanks to Fabio Fortes. and it is 2 0. Lusitania La Rosa. That's how this one will finish Canelage nil. Lusitania La Rosa 2. San Juan de Madeira next up, and it is San is hosting VNS. Halftime, this one was still 0 0. Both managers make a couple of changes at halftime, and the the pace picks up in the second half and in the 56th minute, it is MAGA putting the home side ahead. 1-0. Maga scoring for Saint-Jones. But just five minutes from full time. In the 85th minute, the visitors from Viana do Costello would pull one back, and they thought they'd rescued a point here when Nuno Barbosa makes it 1-1 in the 85th. But just two minutes after that, they weren't even done celebrating yet. Senna Yang. Scores for San Juanes, and the Alvinegros from San Juan de Madeira take all three points at home in this one. San Juanes, two. Vns one. Sporting Cuvillan welcome Oliveira do Hospital to the mountains, and Sporting the Cuvillan would find themselves behind early here as Walter Zacharias would score for Oliveira do Hospital early in this one, 26 minutes, and that lead for Oliveira do Hospital would, would – last into halftime but coming out in the second half the side from the Serra would turn it around and João Traquinha would put Sporting Covilhã level in the 51st minute. However the side from the Coimbra District would go back ahead just 10 minutes later thanks to an own goal from Pedro Grande, Oliveira do Hospital 2, Sporting Covilhã won here in the second half and it, it looked like Oliveira del Hospital, we're going to leave Covillan uh, with the points. But in the 73rd minute, the Lions of the Mountains, they, or the Mountain Lions, if you will, they start making their comeback as Monsuru Opiemi would level for Sporting Cúvillan in the 73rd. And then in the 88th, it is João Traquinha again, the man who scored the first goal, would score the third here. And Sporting Covillan escape with all three points from this whole match. Finishes Kuvillan. Three, Oliveira do Hospital. Two, and back to the northern section. And this time to the Averu district. Anadia hosting Verzin. And uh, a little bit of a shock result here, but it's been a great start to the season for Anadia. Uh, they get a little help in the 31st minute. Verzin's Mustafa Sangare ends up with an own goal, going into his, beating his own keeper. And Anadia takes the lead, and they hold it through halftime. In the 74th minute, Tiago Leite would double the lead for Anadia, making it 2-0. And then in the 86th, Mathiola would make it 3-0. Anadia, and they will see all three points here. A big win for them against a promotion contender. It's Anadia 3-0. And that... Would close out round number seven in Liga Trij. and like I said, you had some you had some uh, surprises there, and you see some big results, some some lopsided results as well, something you don't normally see in this division. Um, it's also worth mentioning that this this round came back on the on the heels of a round in the Portuguese Cup talked about that. The Portuguese Cup second round where a lot of the, these teams were competing in. And uh, after after that, the, the teams returned to the pitch here for round seven in Liga 3. And, you know, the team, the table and the results are starting to fall into place. And we're starting to see who the contenders are, who the pretenders are, who's really going to have to fix some things. If they want to stay in the division, um, it's all becoming a little bit more clearly now um, as we head here into round number eight. So let's go ahead and do that. Round number eight starting on Friday, October the 6th, starting in the University City, starting in Coimbra, the Municipal of Coimbra, to be exact, the Municipal Stadium. And the visitors from from the Serra. it is Sporting Cuvillan, Vis- Visiting Académica. And Académica trying, they're fresh off a victory over, uh, over Piru Pinheiro in, uh, in Sintra on the road the previous weekend. But here, uh, there's a little bit of a trend here of road teams having some success here in this league through the last couple of weeks. And it continues here as uh, a 0-0 result into the 70th minute. Finally, the deadlock is broken. And it is the visitors at Sporting Covilion thanks to João Vasco, who puts Spartan Cuvillan ahead in the 70th. Five minutes later, the referee points to the spot. It is a penalty kick for Spartan Cuvillan. And last week's villain, Pedro Casagrande, who had a an own goal in the previous week. He gets a chance to redeem himself. Luckily for, for Spartan Cuvillan, that own goal didn't cost them any points. But he steps up and he converts this pin in the 75th minute. This one finishes in Coimbra. Académica nil, Sporting Cuvillan 2, Saturday, October the 7th, staying in the south section. We're heading to the Coimbra district. I should say we're staying in the Coimbra district from the city of Coimbra to Oliveira do Hospital. And it is Oliveira hosting Athletic Club Portugal. And is this not the most surprising team in the Liga 3 this season? I don't know. The promoted teams are doing quite well this season, whether it's Atletico in the south or Lusitania La Rosa in the north. Uh, it is Atletico taking the lead here in the eighth minute on the road thanks to João Verudo in the 32nd minute. Balotelli will double the lead for Atletico, and they'll take that 2-0 lead into halftime in the second half, 68 minute, Azonia Tembang would make it 3-0 for the side from Alcantara. And the promoted side is just continuing to to find their footing. They they are the defending champions, if I'm not mistaken, of the CNS. I know they were in the final. I believe they're the defending champion. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure they, they, they won it last season. And they're taking that form and that confidence and continuing to convert it into points here in the Liga 3. This one finishes Oliveira da Hospital nil. Atletico, Clube de Portugal three back to our shit for the second week in a row sporting b this time hosting Alverca and the baby lions are going to look to rebound from the previous week's defeat and they get a good start 24th minute it is rodrigo ribeiro making it 1-0 to sporting b stay 1-0 but in the 76th minute Alverca getting uh getting their hopes up as they have an opportunity to pull level Jorge bernardo Steps up for the Riva Janus and he converts a penalty, making it making it one-one. And in the process, Alverca, however, see Khalid Hachari sent off in the 76th minute, as does Sporting BC Shikulamba sent off. Both players sent off here in the 76th minute. So we're playing 10 on 10 for the last quarter of an hour. And we're playing 10 on 10 in a 1-1 uh in a one-one. Deadlocked grind, but it is the home side. It is Sporting B, the Baby Lions, who rescue all three points very, very late. 90th plus 5. It is Mauro Couto once again for the second week in a row getting on the score sheet. And Sporting B get all three points here. Sporting B 2, Alverca 1. Up north now to Vienna do Castello. It's Viannis hosting Felgadesh. And the visitors, Felgators, 1932, take the lead in the 18th minute. Domingos Andrade with the goal at halftime. It it remains 1-0 to the visitors. But in the 51st minute, shortly after the restart, the home side pull one level. I said this name in the previous round. I'm going to say it again. It is Nuno Barbosa for for VNN. He pulls them level. It's 1-1. And both teams now looking for the three points. Viennese desperately in need of points here. While Gators want to keep their foreman in the 72nd minute. It is the visitors. It is Felgators. And this time it is Taka who finds the back of the goal. And it is 2-1 to the visitors. And you know what? This one finishes 2-1 to the visitors. Viennese 1, Phil 1932 1932. 2, staying in the north. Trofense hosting Canelis. And the visitors, Canelish 2010 will take the lead in the 31st minute, thanks to Chic Souza. They'd hold that lead through the first half, but right after the restart. 47th minute. Berna would make it 1-1. And these two teams would would cancel each other out for the remainder of the match. This one finishes Trofense 1. Kanelish 1. And finishing up the round, we move to Sunday, October the 8th. And we start in my ancestral home city in the Enchanted Forest in the Mata Encantada. Caldas hosting Peru Pinheiro, trying to avenge a loss to Peru Pinheiro earlier, just a month ago in the Portuguese Cup first round. And the the Sintra side were struggling. However, they come into this one and they seem to have Caldas's number this season, the promoted side, and they only were promoted when uh, they were only promoted late, when I forget, I forget who now couldn't, one of the relegated sides couldn't field the team, and now my mind is escaping me. Who that, Oh, it was B. of course. It was when B. Saad was, was uh, unable to field the team, unable to register in the Liga 3. Pedro Pinheiro were promoted. They were the fourth-place finisher from last season. And, um, well... For them, getting out of a stump seems to or a slump, excuse me, seems to include uh matching up against Caldish Sport Club. Unfortunately for me, fortunately for them and for their supporters. Thirty-sixth minute, the referee gives them a a break here, and a lot of Kaldish fans are complaining about this referee. I'm gonna stay neutral. I'm not gonna put it on the referee here, but yeah, some questionable refereeing in this match. Points to the penalty spot here in the 36-minute up, stel- up steps. Miguel Rodea and Miguel Rodea converts, beating Wilson Swatch, and it is 1-0 to the visitors. We go to halftime with that 1-0 lead, and Jose Vala, the manager of College, says something, gets his, gets his squad a little bit more inspired, gets him up to go, and take the second take the pitch in the second half determined, and it is one of their goal scorers. It is Lucas Vilela, the Brazilian striker, who pulls Kaldash level in the 69th minute. 1-1. Kaldish will go in search of the victory, needing the three points. They want to stay top of the table, of course. Everything is so tight, so gridlocked in Liga 3, but uh, in the 90th plus three, they would be let down, and Again, sometimes the fitness of this team lets them down. They they give up more goals late in matches than I think anybody would be uh, anybody would want to or expect to. Um, sometimes it's difficult being the o- the only full fully amateur side in the league, and it, it seems to come back to get them again. And this is why I am concerned about their long term future in this division. But I also know the the views and the beliefs of the club and I understand why that is and I support the club um I don't want to be one of these I don't want them to be one of these clubs that folds and ends up having to re find re you know rebrand not rebrand but re found themselves in the districts um after you know being unable to pay the bills or coming into full you know liquidation or whatever so I understand I understand the stance of the club. I understand uh, the the philosophy and how they're running this club. But the downside is this seems to happen more to college than to other teams. 90th plus three, like I said. It is Sidney Osei, the Ghanaian for Piru Pinheiro, who beats Wilson Suarez. And just like that, Piru Pinheiro, after getting thumped at home the previous week by an academica side that college had beaten just a few weeks ago they come into college and beat the pelicans 2 to 1 and knock them off the top of the table uh, tough result to swallow for, for my club uh, but again the the uh, the matches go on and the season goes on and soon there'll be another match but this one finishes college sport club 1 peru pinheiro 2 uh, to the Margin Sul we go. It is Amora hosting Primeiro Dezembro. Both teams coming off losses from the previous week. And they've canceled each other out in the first 45. But in the second half, 52nd minute, it is the Sintra side. Primeiro Dezembro breaking the deadlock. Rafa Pinto is his name. He scores. Primeiro Dezembro takes the lead 1-0. In the 88th, it is Diogo Castro closing it out, putting it out of reach for the home side, and Primeiro Dezembro would leave the Margin Sul with all three points in this one. Amora, nil. Primeiro Dezembro, two. Going up north now, and again, the very informed Luzi, Tanya, La Rosa, I can't say enough about this team. My goodness, I just talked about how Anadia... Was off to a great start, in, you know, especially with their round seven performance. Well, in round eight, they had the misfortune of going to visit Lusitania La Rosa. And the Lions would take the lead in the 53rd minute. They would be nil-nil at halftime, but in the 53rd minute from the penalty spot, Fabio Fortish would make it 1-0, Lusitania. In the 54th, just one minute later, it is Mika who doubles the lead for Lusitania La Rosa. 2-0 now to the Lions. 88th minute, Nandinho makes it 3-0, Lusitania La Rosa, and they're not done yet. 90th plus 4. Ivanildo Nagaga would make it 4-0 in the 90th plus 4. This one, another lopsided result. And again, it is Lusitania La Rosa. Three more points. Throw it on their tally. They continue to produce. They continue to impress they win this one 4-0 over Anadia. We go to the Pavo now, and we it is Verzini hosting saint jean And the side from the Pavo is looking to rebound after a loss the previous week, and they get a good start. And finally, after some near misses in the 39th minute, they get the breakthrough. It is Xhaka with the goal. They take that lead to halftime. In the 58th, they double the lead thanks to Rui Reyes, making it 2-0 in the 72nd minute. Though Sanjones would pull one back thanks to Marcelo Santos, but that is as close as they will get. This one finishes Verzin 2, Sanjones 1. And the last match of round number 8, and it's a return to FAF where we started the episode. Again, at home is Faf and again versus Braga B, if I'm not mistaken. Am I reading this right? I'm going to go back and make sure. No, they beat Tro. Sorry, it wasn't Faf who had the first result. It was Felgatich who had the first result of the episode. But Braga B on the road two weeks in a row. Faf at home here against Braga B. And, uh, well, kind of anticlimactic to be the last match of the episode to talk about. Because this one finishes nil-nil. And uh, a share of the spoils to each in five. All right, let's look now at the table after eight rounds. We start in the north. It is felgatesh 1932 with 19 points from eight matches, a plus 14 goal difference. They are two points ahead of the surprise sensation of the north this season. Luzi, Tania La Rosa they have 17 points from eight matches and they are two better. Then third-placed uh, Verdezin here, who have 15 points. In in fourth place with 12 points and hanging on right now to that last promotion playoff spot, we have Anadia, 12 points, like I said, from eight matches and an even zero goal difference. Fifth place, Canellas right now with 11 points. Sixth place is Braga B with 10. Seventh place belongs to Faf with nine. eighth with seven. Trofins. The relegated side, not where they expect it to be at this stage of the of the campaign. After eight matches, only six points and in second to last in ninth. And Viennese with just three points and a minus six goal difference are in the basement in the north section uh, with just uh, three points. Moving to the south now where it's very, very close. But right now, the leaders after eight is Sporting Cuvillan with 17 points from eight matches. Sporting B are in second right now with 15 points, the same number of points as Athletic Club de Portugal also with 15. They're in third. And Caldas right now sit on fourth place with the same number of points as Academica, but with the tiebreaker right now having one. The head-to-head matchup that they have played just a few weeks ago. academically, like we said, in fifth. Also on 12 points. One point behind them is Alverca with 11. Seventh place is Peru Pinheiro with seven. Also on seven points, Oliveira do Hospital and Primeiro Lembro. Again, very, very close in this table. Uh, you know, a slump of a couple of weeks, a win streak of a couple of weeks can take you from the bottom to the top of the table and vice versa. They're all on seven points there. And then in 10th place right now is Amora with just six points. Let's take a look now. At the top scorers in the league, okay, we we have at the top uh, a gentleman by the name of Tambo Monteiro. He plays for Felgators. He's got six goals and none of them from the penalty spot. Alverca's Juan Costa is second with five five goals and none from the penalty spot, which has him edging. Fellow uh, five-goal scorer from Caldas, João Tarzan Rodrigues. Again, five goals for him as well, but two of them coming from the penalty spot. And then we have a whole slew of players with four goals. We have six players with four goals. They are Marcelo Santos of San Juanense, Miguel Pereira of Felgueiras, Fabio Fortes of Lusitania Paulo Telly of Académica, and João Silva uh, sorry, Valotelli of Atletico and João Silva and Juan Pareja, both of Académica. All those players with four goals. Round nine and not going to take place for a while. Someone explained to me why Liga 3 has an international break. I don't get it. Maybe they're breaking for something else. Um, I understand why no matches next week, because next week we have the Portuguese Cup. But... Um, no matches this coming weekend either in Liga 3. So the next round, round 9, kicks off on Friday, October the 27th. It, it's going to kick off in Ribatejo. It will be Alverca hosting Amora Saturday, October the 28th. Just one match in secha. It is Sporting Cubillan hosting Caldas, And then the rest of the matches to be played on Sunday, October the 29th. In this right now, um, I don't know if these kickoff times are final or not, so I'm just going to list the matches. You'll have to check your listings uh, when you get closer to the date to see what matches are at what time. Again, matches shown both on Canal Owns and on Canal Ones YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and you just search Canal Owns Liga 3, and then you click on the Live tab, you can find out what matches they're going to have live. But here they are on Sunday, October the 29th, Athletic. Hosting Academica, Braga B, hosting VNS Canelas welcoming uh, Faf to, to Canelas, Peru Pinheiro hosting Sporting B, Primeiro dezembro hosting Oliveira do Hospital, São Joãoense versus Lusitania e La Rosa in São João da Madeira, Anadia hosting Trofense, Felge- and Felgueiras hosting Verzin. That is round nine, and that is the next time we'll talk. Here on Liga 3 English. I know this was kind of a, a rushed episode, but there we are. We're at 30 minutes again, just by running down results. Um, again, the story of the season for me right now in this league are two the two of the promoted sides. It's Lusitania Rosa, and it is Athletic Clube de Portugal. Uh, really surprising me right now where they're playing in. I guess on the opposite spectrum, Trofense really disappointing being in ninth place, having been a team. That dropped from the second division. and uh, and also a, a bit surprising is Amora you know, finding themselves in tenth place as well, considering how uh, how close they were last year. remember, they won the first phase. They were the winners of the south section in the first phase last season. Now they're at the opposite end of the table here. Uh, you know, just just a just shy of halfway through this first phase. And uh, it, these matches come quick, and they come furious, and you don't want to be on the wrong side of these results because uh, the relegation phase is very tricky and it is very dangerous and a drop in form at the wrong time. Just ask Verzin who can have you surprisingly nearly relegated or ask Vittorio Stubal as well who were relegated shockingly last season after a pretty good first half of the season. Um. really, uh, it, you're playing with fire here in this division sometimes if you don't take care of business. You've really got to finish in those top four spots if you want to avoid relegation. It's not just about promotion. Yes, promotion is is a goal, but really, if you want to secure safety in this league, you have to get into that top four. All right, so that will do it for Liga 3 English for this episode. Thanks for listening. Hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, there will be a new Mr. Benfica episode dropping very, very soon. By the time you hear this, it's probably already in your podcast player. If you like Liga 3 English, share it with your friends, especially if they're not Benfica fans. Let them know that this is not a Benfica-themed podcast. I cover the entire Liga 3, and I am kind to everyone. Okay, so uh, do, do share this if you like it with your friends. Uh, share it on social media. Go to Apple podcast into Spotify and give a five-star rating to Mr. Benfica if you like the content as well and um, also check out my YouTube channel now and it's now at Mike Agustinio if you just put in the at sign and my name Mike Agustinio all one word just like my Twitter handle at M-I-K-E-A-G-O-S-T-I-N-H-O I've got some new content up there on my YouTube channel, including a visit to the Casa Benfica in Newark, New Jersey, and another one of my uh, summer road trip videos, my travel videos with my son uh, traveling across the eastern half of the United States going to football matches. Um, working on those videos pretty much constantly when I'm not working my day jobs. And uh, yeah, trying to keep putting those out as much as I can. All right, that's going to do it. I'll see you on the next time here on the Mr. Bankica podcast feed. This is the Mr. Mike Agustinio signing off. And I'll see you next time on Liga 3 in en English. We have <laughs>